Guys, it's vacation week. This is what we've got going on. Just gonna read off the whiteboard. We've got corrections and omissions. We're gonna check in with Otis Key and his March Madness bracket. I made a mistake a couple of weeks ago and I'd like to correct it. There's a new podcast in Medfield called the Fun Kids Podcast. Sounds lame, let's investigate. Talk to this guy named Kevin Johnson who's in Mike's wedding party. And overall, things are looking up. We're trying to be positive here. Again, it's vacation, enjoy yourself. Sounds good, right? Okay, let's do this. We're hanging. Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you by Park Street Books and ParkStreetBooks.com. Recently named Vistaprint's Small Business of the Game at the TD Garden for a Celtics game. And by Mario's Lawn Care. Have Mario take care of your lawn this summer, and you can uh, relax and enjoy yourself for once. Hey, what do you guys want to do in the wake of a royal funeral? Well, is it the wake or the funeral? Oh, the wake of the funeral. You know what? It in could the be... aftermath. Oh, or how about that time, Mike? In the wake of the wake, before the funeral, right? If you're it... hungry, in the hungry period. Yes. Yeah. Where are you going to go to get something to eat? Probably royal pizza. Now, here's the question. How rude is it? Presumably, this isn't the royal funeral, because if we were at the royal funeral, we couldn't get royal pizza. Or is it automatically royal pizza if you're at the royal funeral? Oh, yeah. All the pizza there is it's royal. royal. Yep. So how rude is it at a funeral if it's open casket to be eating pizza in the vicinity of the casket? I don't know, but if there's someone who's going to do it, it's probably going to be Prince Harry. <laughs> <laughs> you will make the Scuttlebutt Hall of Fame if you just eat a pizza in front of your grandfather's casket. That's royal pizza. <laughs> royal pizza. <laughs> Small town Scuttlebutt. Scuttlebuds, thanks for hanging out with us. It's another episode of the only podcast in the whole wide world called Small Town Scuttlebutt. Yeah, my name's Rick Fink Jr. Across the table from me is Mike Page. Yeah, and to the left is nobody because Kathy's not here again. We record our show every week from the subterranean Scuttlebutt studio nestled in the northeast corner of my basement. We release a new show every Thursday, and we thank you for spending your time with us, guys. Well, 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 Mike, how are you, pal? I'm pretty good. I can't really complain. You know who can complain? Kathy. And she did, in spectacular fashion. Why don't you tell the people why she's not here? Because I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I don't know why she's not here. I know she said she had fever and chills. Did she get the vaccine? Yeah, she got the second one, and oh. you just got it, too. I so. got it, too, yeah. So we were actually supposed to record yesterday. I texted you yesterday morning, and I was like, I don't feel like complete garbage quite yet, but I don't feel great. Allie was not feeling great. Yeah. And I was like, if that's my future a few hours down the road, I don't want to be down in Medfield and having to drive back to Salem. Yeah. At so the same I didn't time, realize the, that Kathy was in the same well, boat. Well, let's walk this back for a second. I did invite you to sleep over. Yeah, you did. Weird that I turned that down. Yeah, well, it was weird that, you know, two guys in their 30s and 40s are talking about sleepovers. Yeah. So I think Well, you did also call it a slumber party. I'm not yeah. sure which would be worse. If two grown men are having a sleepover, is it worse to call it a sleepover or a slumber party? 
slumber party because a sleepover indicates like sleeping oh, the, yeah. and, not, and not chatting all night. Giggle, oh, giggling. Comes, <laughs> yeah. Just like what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you and me. Yeah. Oh, we will be up till four in the morning. Hey, Mike, you want to go play podcast? And Leslie comes down and goes, be quiet, go to bed. And we're like, sorry. <laughs> Put your microphones away, boys. <laughs> Grow up! <laughs> I do like that we're kids at heart, really. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that's why kids like us, you know? Yeah. I mean, my daughter's going to come in here a little bit. We want to talk to her yep. about her upcoming podcast, The Apple Doesn't Fall Far From the Tree. So she wanted to do a podcast. It's called Fun Kids Podcast. Mm -hmm. Here's a little something that she doesn't know. It's not really technically going to be a podcast because I'm not going to put it out there for people. It's just going to be an MP3. Oh, okay. And then she can share it with her friends and whatnot. She's eight. I don't think there's yeah, right. yeah, that's fair. any need for her to put herself out there. Yeah. It's a crazy world. But anyway, I'd like to open the show with a segment that we call Corrections and Omissions. Oh, yeah. We're doing this again. Yeah. yeah let's, we did let's, this a few weeks ago. And I, I know that you love doing this. Yeah. You have an intro for that? Corrections and Omissions. <laughs> so Corrections and Omissions, what have, what have we got this week? Well, the first omission is Kathy. She is Obviously. omitted from the show. Omitted. Yep. She's not feeling too well. We're already postponing the show a day because you weren't feeling well. Yeah. So we set up for today, and then we just got so, a call from her saying she can't do it. So I texted Rick this afternoon, and I said, so what's the plan since Kathy is out today? Are we still doing the show, or do you want to push it off and do it later this week or not have an episode this week? And Rick said, are you trying to use Jedi mind tricks to get out of having to come down here? Yeah, it just sounded like a leading question. I, it wasn't very fair. objective. Yeah. You, well, it was one of those things where it was like, I don't want to be halfway down here. And then you call and you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't realize we were still doing it. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm halfway here and sitting in traffic. By yeah. the way, uh, sitting in traffic today, I noticed there was a woman in a blue Prius next to me. In the rearview mirror, I thought nothing of her. Then she pulls up next to me. Wait, you thought nothing of her? You noticed her, so you had to think something of her. She caught your eye. Yeah, well, she had the big bug eye glasses that were really popular in like 2000. Four, but you haven't seen him since. Yeah, she just left her welding job. Okay. Yeah. So she pulls up next to me. She's a dead ringer mm -hmm. for a three-toed sloth. Whoa. And like, I, you know, I don't want to judge people by their appearances. You don't like to be called that. But the length of the neck. So the mm -hmm. head, mm -hmm. her, the head, her head was, was about, was about like a foot further forward from her shoulders than you'd expect. Well, isn't that kind of like and women then, drivers? You said they lean forward yeah, when but they she drive. Wasn't even, I don't think she was even doing that. I think it was just like, and my head naturally kind of hangs forward. Like I hang my neck a little bit. I yeah. wish I didn't. I have terrible posture. I can't help it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so her head was way further forward than you'd expect. And then on top of that, she had like very stringy, like Janice from the Muppets hair that just kind of clings mm. and, and falls straight down. I'm kind of thinking of the, the girl that comes out of the TV set in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. That's another good. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Mm -hmm. So you, you have that combination of like super long neck, head way forward yeah. and stringy hair. She looked just like a sloth. So anyway, we're talking about Kathy. Oh, yeah. And I'm you're sorry. Okay. <laughs> so, how did that happen? How did we go from uh, talking oh, about Kathy's submission? Because I was talking about your text. Yes, you were talking that's about right. our text. And then. Hey, so, Kathy, mm -hmm. I know you're listening right now. Last week, you put a lot on your shoulders about how much you derail our conversations and throw things off. Mm -hmm. And I'm here right now to tell you it's not you. Who is it? Well, apparently, it's me. Why? Because I'm talking Just about now? Sloth Lady. Mm. So, you got Mothman prophecies, and then you got Sloth woman 
Um, all right. So, yeah, Kathy's not here. A few weeks ago, Mike, you, so, you sort of walked yourself into something on the show that Allie wanted to correct you on. You were talking about having an argument, and then she made it clear to you that you and you wanted to correct yourself on the show that it uh, was not an argument, it was a conversation. Yeah, I referred to it as an argument to make it a more interesting story, and Allie was like, that wasn't an argument. And I went, yeah, you're right. It right. Really, it really wasn't. Okay. So is Allie, I wonder if Allie is satisfied with that correction or admission, because I do know that she's a listener, and I don't, don't want to lose listeners. Yeah, I don't know if she's okay. I don't care it. if you lose a fiance. I don't want to lose a listener, Mike. So why don't we give her a call? Hi, Rick. What's up? How are you? I'm well. Permission. What are we talking about? Hello, beautiful. <laughs> I am also on the line. Mike, you stay out of this. Oh, oh okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, Mike uh, was talking about an argument that you guys had, and then the next week... He talked about how you had corrected him, yeah. and that it wasn't an argument, it was a conversation. Correct. And, and Correct. I just wanted to make sure, because I do care about our listeners, and I know that you are a listener, I want to make sure that you are satisfied with that correction. I'm so satisfied with it, and I have an update. On Sunday night, we got our second COVID vaccine. Yeah. So yesterday, we were totally just horrible. It was a terrible, terrible day. And not only did Mike sleep in, but when he walked the dog, <laughs> he walked them in his sweatpants, Rick. That it is was so, amazing. Oh, it's yes. true. And How it embarrassing. Was, he, was, he was concerned because not only was it his sweatpants, it was his sweatpants and his boots. Oh. Like total fashion faux pas, but who cares? Okay, great. Allie. Well, it was great talking Thanks, to gentlemen. you. All right. We'll Have see you. Have a good night. Hey, Otis, uh, how's it going, buddy? Going good. How about yourself? Good, good, thanks. I mean, I, I would have been doing better if uh, I got better advisement on my bracket. You said <laughs> you said Houston was a dark horse. I would let that ride. Houston did not do it for me. No, but you had, did not. But you had Gonzaga. Had Gonzaga. Yeah. Yes, and, and I think we all ran into that buzzsaw called Baylor's defense. I mean, that was impressive. Yeah. Okay. So I was going to yeah. ask you what what was it about Baylor that took them to the top? Oh yeah, the defense by far, by far. Um, you know, I haven't seen a team just absolutely sit down and lock in like that in a long time. Now that's one of those sports terms that doesn't make sense. I'm just going to throw that out there. Also, when Mike's it, not athletic, so when, you have to. I'm always fascinated when there's when there's those terms in sports that don't quite make sense. So you just said that the team sat down shouldn't Lock. shouldn't they get well, their you, doors blown off if they sat down and locked in well when you sit down to play defense what you're basically doing is in a defensive position that is so technically sound that it makes it almost near impossible for your opponent to go around you yeah and that's what we saw from Baylor all right. Well, Otis, thanks so much. And um, it's great catching up with you. And we'll talk to you soon about some uh, summer barbecue recipes and your blog and stuff. Definitely. That sounds good. Uh, should we just keep going? Yeah. Were there any other uh, corrections and omissions or are we done with this now? No. Well, the corrections and omissions segment is all a buildup for the- It's going to be the whole show. <laughs> yeah, it is going to be. No, this one is very important, Michael. Okay. If we don't fix it, it could create a fissure in our credibility. I mean, I've touted myself as a social studies or a history teacher, 
Yep. You. My tattoo. Uh, this is about my tattoo. Uh, yes, this yep. is about your. This. We do you want me to? Do you want me to jump in and say what it is? Sure. Okay. So. Also, remember, if someone's listening for the first time. Right. We, okay. So set, set, I have, set it up. I have a tattoo on my chest. It says "Join or Die." It's the snake chopped up into pieces from the French and Indian War, and it's been repurposed throughout history. Rick incorrectly called it the Gadsden flag, which of course is the "Don't Tread on Me" on a yellow uh, ensign. I let it go. Uh, Rick was picturing the Gadsden or the Gadsden Culpeper flag, but I let it go because I know you're not a vexillologist. And you even described it. It was an elongated snake that, mm-hmm. you know, if you have it running north to south. What, elongated snake? Why did you laugh at me? I'm laughing because you're telling the listeners that I have an elongated snake, but continue. That wraps up the corrections and omissions segment of this episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. Hey, Mike, I want to talk about... Mike, I want to talk to my doctor about moderate to severe erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I love that erectile dysfunction can have a range. <laughs> it's moderate, Doc. Hey, Doc, I'm pretty sure it's moderate, but I'm concerned that it might progress to be severe. Yeah. Things are looking up. We Do were ta- you suffer from <laughs> moderate to severe... Erectile uh, dysfunction? No. I heard a story about a guy who, he had to pee... And he didn't want. Hang on, to... is this guy you? No. <laughs> okay. No. I forget what the deal was, but he—it was like he didn't want. He was embarrassed by people hearing the pee hitting the water, so he like knelt down and and like was peeing like as close. To, and then the toilet seat fell on it, and it bent the thing out of shape for life. Where is this an urban legend? Where did you hear this? What's my source? I heard I, yeah. about a guy. Yeah. Where? You know what? It's got to be an urban legend because. Let's say, Mike, I am that guy. I. That's why I. Prefaced. I'm never telling that story. That's, oh, no one's ever gonna know that. I heard about this guy. No, Mike, I do want to talk about as somebody who suffers moderate to severe um, <laughs> seasonal affect disorder or whatever you want to call it. Let's just put it this way: when it's cold and gray and sunny from I don't know, 10 a.m. to like 2 p.m. Cold and gray and sunny? Oh, well, the sun's out. I, or daylight, daytime, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. But it's gray. Yeah. If it's cold and gray by day, you know, your daytime is narrowed. It's dark in the morning. It's dark early. And yeah, it's just, yeah. Ugh, it's just, everything's dead. The trees look dead. Everything's, it's kind of a sad time. But now, I mean, we've got daffodils popping up. The trees have buds on them the grass is popping it's getting green i'm really getting excited we have birds building nests is this a build-up to a mario's ad no mike but this story is brought to you by mario's lawn care oh, okay um things are looking up and and i i just kind of want to talk about that because i do want to be positive we need positive things to talk about so i want to talk about the weather okay the weather's been great has it not <laughs> yeah oh yeah i mean except for yes okay that's all i wanted to say about yeah. the weather and then um, we're getting vaccinated. You're vaccinated. Kathy's vaccinated. Yeah, I got my second dose. Kathy got her second dose. Yeah, I'm going for my first tomorrow. Yes. And I believe you said you were going to crush it. Yeah. Is that what you said? Well. Please explain. Yeah, because uh, we meet on Monday nights, and we couldn't this week because you had the sniffles. Oh, poor little Mikey. It oh, didn't feel good. Well, honestly. <laughs> I'm achy. If I didn't have to drive the hour both directions, I wouldn't have thought twice about it. 
Like it was, it was the idea of like having to sit in traffic and, and deal with that while also feeling like crap. Yeah, but well, all I have to say is slumber party, bro. You missed out. Yeah, you missed, sorry. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, bro. Okay, you missed out on the slumber party. Um. Well, anywho, oh now Kathy's out. Yep. And it's Tuesday night, and look, I'm on the Cape this week, which is another reason to be happy and excited. But who are the most happiest, most upbeat people that we know? It's the Medfield Hamden mm. gang, right? That social no. media group no. out of Med- yes, Mike. You always talk about how I know. There's, we've talked about them for new listeners. Okay, we've debated that um, this is the only Medfield in the world. With my uh, expert investigating skills i found a neighborhood in baltimore that goes by the name of medfield and they have a social media group on facebook called the medfield hamden gang and so we followed it mike became a member and we've talked about nothing but all of the fun posts that they make the communal kind of spirit that it evokes and then we always like juxtaposing that with what people in our town write can i jump in now though yes Okay, so during the earlier stages of quarantine, I don't know how long the, the Medfield Hampton gang Facebook group has existed, mm-hmm. but I suspect it might have been pretty new still. So early on in the quarantine uh, stage, mm-hmm. there were a lot of high schools and stuff that suddenly had these like reunion-type groups popping up on Facebook Okay, um, where everybody would then... Like my high school had three or four groups pop up within a week of it, mm-hmm. each other. And it, it all, they all went downhill in a real hurry, but that's because it's the Poconos. Wait, um, wait, so high school alumni, like, getting into arguments and stuff? Yes, On an alumni board? Yes, because whoever supposed started... supposed to reminisce, like... Because whoever started the group didn't say, and you had to have graduated between this year and this year. They just called it the the. Pocono Mountain Reunion Group or whatever. So the senile old guy from 1962. It was people from the 70s. It was people that just graduated three years ago. It was everybody. You need to have the class of. And so whoever started the group, Mm -hmm. who is probably in their 40s or whatever, was furious that there were people that graduated in like 2000 weighing in. Yeah. We don't want to hear from those kids. So it went downhill immediately. And it was like, well, why didn't you, you know, you didn't, you didn't, provide a narrow window on this group you just open the floodgates you know uh so anyway what i think happened with the medfield hampton gang i have a feeling it might have been a newer group when i discovered it okay at the time it was fun everybody was reminiscing about the old days it was great yeah it has since become no different than our very own concerned citizens of Medfield. Don't say that. It's going oh. downhill so Mike, fast. Like this is the Rick. thing that had me it's feeling like we restored faith in humanity. So the posts that I liked on uh the Medfield Hampton gang were the ones that were like, um who who likes uh have you ever eaten a bologna and, and I don't even remember, bologna and, and potato some, chip sandwich yeah, or something. Bologna and potato yeah. chip sandwich. Good. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. That was the whole post. But but no then, punctuation throughout that whole post. Oh, not necessary. And it, it would get like 167 comments. And I'm going, this is remarkable. Like, right. I I can't get 167 compliment, comments on anything. Yeah, Doesn't I'm getting matter. married. Yeah. Oh, 50 likes. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, that's just the reality of it mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Uh, but so now the Medfield Hampton gang is 
slowly going down the rabbit hole That's of the so internet so where funny. now it's instead of reminiscing about the old days now they're just angry about what the town now is even though most of the people posting don't live there anymore oh get out but of they're here, all people. angry about what the town now is and this isn't the way i remember it that's too bad um which is just sad and so now i want to start making posts on there reminiscing about the old days of the medfield hampton gang facebook page yeah like remember three weeks ago fun. when we were nice to each other so okay yeah. give us something that's give us an update um well so i did see a post um a couple days ago from a woman named Donna. Does anyone remember the hair garage on Reed Street? Got a shag there. I assume she means a shag haircut, but she doesn't specify. Mm. Well, if you're British, um, she got lucky. Right. Uh, so somebody else replies, funny, I used to go there too. For a shagging. Oh my God, no wonder they stayed in business. Yeah. More than one person. Went. Yeah, two people. Uh, yeah, So and so it's lots of people talking about getting their first shag there. Um, Again, I assume we're talking haircuts. Can't say for sure. A guy named George says, I used to go there years ago, too. I'm not sure of her first name, but I think her name was Sharon Odom. I'm not sure of her first name, but I think her name was Sharon Odom. She lived on the corner house on Power Street in Elm Ave. She worked there for years. She was very talented. Yeah. Good not sh not good sure where my spelling, though. Good shag. Um, You know what I'm going to do, Mike? How about this? Let's bring it back. Let's... We have a group called Friends in Medfield. It's kind of the nicer social media group. You know what I should do? I'm going to post something. I'm going to pair it. Okay. A post. Remember that one that was, uh, what's that? Find that one about the, we laughed before. Hang on. Hang on. While you're looking for that. Yeah. 40th Street near Falls Road. It's a sign that reads, speed humps ahead. Speed hump ahead. Somebody changed the sign. To say speed chumps ahead mm -hmm. doesn't really make sense. This guy named Stu is furious about this. Been like that for months. People can't just shit alone. I think he means leave shit alone. Jeez. These people. Put some effort into your comments. Also, what was that term? Speed chumps ahead? No, speed hump. Speed hump. Speed hump, speed hump sounds like kind of like a quickie. Yeah. Like, it's not a good sign. Hey, uh, you want to get out of here and uh, go have a speed up, Mike? Okay, so Mike, the, Mike, I asked you a question. Oh, you were asking me. Yeah. No, I'm all set. Thanks, oh, okay, Rick. okay. All right, pick pick a random one, whatever it is. I'm going to parrot it on Friends in Medfield, and we'll see if the people in this town can be as nice as the people that I know in Medfield, Hamden. Well, what is your guess? Do you th how do you think that our Medfield will respond to their Medfield's question? Cantankerous and snarky. Um, okay. The question we really liked last spring or summer was, if you don't mind me asking, what's your middle name, LOL? <laughs> okay. Let's go. Let's okay. do it. How many comments did she get? Um, 167. Wow. These are people that can't imagine that your existence, you see that question and you can't scroll past without answering because somebody asked you. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like, what's your middle name, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, LOL. I have to jump in on that Oh, my one. God, I have to say oh, yeah. Everyone needs to know my middle name is Joseph. What's yours, Mike? John. John. Do you know that my initials are a palindrome? Richard Joseph Fink Jr., R-J-F-J-R. Wow. I think that's pretty cool. 
Just saying. You can't say that about your stupid initials. That is true. Hey, we wouldn't be able to talk incessantly about nonsense if it wasn't for our sponsors. I'd like to say thanks to ParkStreetBooks.com. We're working on training Rex to socialize with people in public. So you brought him to Park Street Books? Brought him to Park Street Books. You know why? Because the dog trainer said, where can we go where there's a lot of pedestrian traffic? And if I know a thing or two, I know you can always find people coming and going from Park Street Books, the store, not .com. Oh, not .com. Yeah. So we went there, and Jim was there, and uh, just a gracious guy, you know, helping out the customers on a sunny Saturday. I just snorted. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, that's parkstreetbooks.com and by Mario's. It's that time of year where at the end of April, you're looking at your neighbor's lawn. It looks magnificent. And you're thinking, I think. I know a thing or two, Mike, because I've been working as a customer of Mario's. Grubs don't come until June. So let's back it up, right? Hang on. You've been working as a customer? Yeah. I'm working with Mario. Okay. Working? Did I say working for working? I've I've been a customer of Mario's for quite some time, and I know that the grub problem doesn't need to be addressed until June. Right now, I gotta say this: I'm looking around and I see lawn companies coming in and thatch dethatching these lawns. Yeah. Mario says no. He still won't thatch dethatch my yard. I'm like, what are we doing? He's like, you gotta wait, buddy. You gotta wait for the roots to strengthen. So when you pull it up. You're doing 80% dead grass, 20% green. So this is the kind of stuff that Mario knows that the rest of us don't. And uh, if you want your lawn being handled by a pro and not a schmo, call Mario. 508-359-8016. Get that lawn looking good. All right, Rick, um, do you want to check in on your Facebook post that's actually Diana's Facebook post from the Medfield Hampton gang and see how yours is comparing to hers? Yeah, let's check in. Uh, <laughs> Rick, what is your guess on how it is performing right now? First would, of all, what do you think the tone is? How many yeah. people do you think have played along? Again, Diana got, I think, 167 comments or yeah. something at the time that I had screenshotted it, which okay. was early on after she posted it. Okay, so we were posting this on an evening uh, after dinner time on a Tuesday. Uh, that's going to garner either people um, commenting but not necessarily answering the question, you know, just making jokes, or just crickets and tumbleweeds. Both of those things are correct. Mm. So you got I'm one. I'm so smart. You I got one it. person cracking a joke and everybody else just totally ignoring it. Well, I'm going to eat an M&M then. So you got one answer, feel, which I'm, was. I'm comfort food eating. You got one answer, which is in, duh. Friends in Medfield. I, I guess. Keep the jokes to us, pal. Work on that one. Oh, now I'm getting mean. Okay, well, we'll come back to this. Where are we, Michael? Um, a couple weeks ago, you said you wanted to check in with each of the groomsmen. Yeah. Would you like to continue that? Let's do it. Okay. This week's groomsmen, we're going to try. His name is Kevin Klipka, and he lives in Texas. Yes. What else do I know about him? Oh, you went to art school with him yep. for a time in Florida. Yes. Correct? And you've been in touch. Wow, and, impressive. Yes. Well, I, we are, I consider you a good friend. I actually listen to you when you talk to me. And I can't say that about a lot of people who I cross paths with. You ever just nod your head and go, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh? I've been doing that a lot this quarantine. Yeah. Oh, mm, do tell. Really. 
Kind of like what you're doing to me right now. Oh, I yeah. You give me that bobblehead, like yeah. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I yeah. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I sent you his contact. Oh, you did. Okay, yeah. let's call this guy. Does he know that? Because I don't have mine hooked up to the Bluetooth right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, does he know that we're calling? Yeah, I mentioned it to him. Call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Two. Okay, so your buddy. What do you think Kevin- about people whose voicemails? are not them, and it, it's just an automated thing telling you a phone number. I respect it for the privacy, because if I'm trying to hoodwink somebody and I'm just making mm. these phone calls and I want to get this person and I get a voicemail like that, I don't know if I'm calling a senior, which is my target. If I get the voicemail, it's like, hello, this is Helen, ruff, ruff, and that was Coco, and we're not available. I'm probably taking a nap, right? I'm going to call her back with this great offer on a new roof that for only 90% down, we'll show up next week, right? Yeah. That was a tangent. Where's the tangent whistle? (laughs) Sorry about that tangent, folks. Won't happen again. Do you have another friend that we can call that's going to be in your wedding party that actually cares and picks up the phone when you call? Kevin is your best man. Yeah. He knew we were calling tonight? Well, I mentioned that we might call. Mm. Okay, Kevin. I might have to oversee some of your bachelor party plans if this guy can't even answer a phone is running the show for the best night of your life. Who else do you have? This guy, I got your list here. Pata. Yeah, you want to call Pata? Let's call Pata. All right, let me find him in my phone here. Please leave your message for 85. Tell me about your buddy Pata. Pata, that's Irish? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He also, actually, it's an Egyptian god. Um, he, that was, yeah, that's what I meant. What he, did I say? Uh, I said I, yeah, Irish, yeah. I get the two confused all the time. All right, so we called your, and I'm using air quotes, best man, Kevin. Yeah. Best man answer the phone, just saying. Also, we called uh, your other guy. He's not your best man, but he's um, a favored man. He's in your wedding party, and he couldn't answer the phone. Who else do we have? We have, uh, we have two Kevins. Let's call one of the Kevins. Well, one of them is Kevin Klipka, who didn't answer. What's the other Kevin? Uh, Kevin Johnston. He runs a tree service out of Mansfield, Massachusetts. If you need any tree work done, uh, Regal Tree Service. Okay, well, let's let's hold off on the uh, endorsement. Let's see if he can actually answer the phone. Come on, Kevin. Now, again, he runs a tree service, so he's probably not going to answer at 9 p.m. Hello, Michael. Oh, my God, I didn't think you were going to answer. I probably should tell you there's another dude in the room. Yeah, why don't you introduce us? Yeah, we're doing a meet the groomsmen segment. Well, here, let me just do this. So, oh, okay. so we are. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, Kevin, this is Rick Fink, and I'm Mike's buddy as well. And we do this podcast, Small Town Scuttlebutt. And mm-hmm. every couple weeks, we want to check in and do these profiles on Mike's wedding party members. We've just been making calls, and nobody's answered the phone except for you. So I'm just so you're in the hot seat. I'm just going to ask you a couple quick questions. All right, Kevin, uh, real quick, give us an embarrassing story about Mike that's not going to com- compromise your friendship. You know, honestly, uh, that's tough because uh, in order for me to mentally categorize an embarrassing story, I would actually have to be embarrassed by it or embarrassed for him. Mm-hmm. And I um, would have to be embarrassed by it. And you guys just <laughs> Yeah, and, and honestly, none of that has ever really happened um, per se. I mean, I can't say I've ever really had a night or an evening where – Mike has done something or we have been a part of something that we were embarrassed by. So I met up with Rick uh, with uh, at the toast office a couple weeks back in Westwood. Oh, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> and while we were there, I asked him, hey, do you want to be one of my groomsmen? I was really excited because most of my groomsmen are all over the place and with COVID and stuff, like I just haven't been able to see them. And I was like, Kev, I'm going to make a point to ask him in person instead of just calling him, whatever. So we met up for lunch at the toast office. I asked him if he could do it. Being the wise married man that he is, he said, let me just check in with Laura, make sure that it's cool. He's like, I can't see why this would be an issue, but I'm just going to, before I commit to this, I'm running a pastor. And like 20 minutes after we leave, he texts me a thumbs up and GTG. GTG. Good to go. Apparently. I didn't pick up on that. I just, I just guessed that. So for weeks, weeks. Wait a minute. I'm like, I, it took me two seconds. I know. Here's the thing. He texted yeah, me. Yeah, I, I mean, was, it was totally a dull moment for, for when he was just like, so you ever going to get back to me on this? I'm like, I did, jackass. Yeah. He texted me. God. I was driving when he texted me. So I saw the yeah. thumbs up, but I just thought it was like, hey, that was fun. Acknowledged. Great seeing you. Yeah. yeah. And I got home. And I'm I'm telling Allie, like, she was like, what did he say? I was like, he's going to check in with Laura. Like a week later, Allie goes, did you ever hear from Kev? I was like, not yet. You know, every couple of days we're, we're like, ah, I still haven't, still haven't heard from Kev. I, I don't know what's going on. I'm kind of offended now. So the other day I texted him dot, dot, dot. And he gets back to me. He's like, what? I'm like, are we, oh, oh, GTG and the thumbs up. You're, we're on? And he's like, yeah, you idiot. I had no idea. <laughs> so I, I waited for like a month for a response, and I'm like, I'm I'm gonna give him more time. I don't want to I don't yeah. want to be like a jerk and be like, dude, what's going on? Right. Yeah, he already answered. Kev, what ideas have you had for the bachelor party? You got, mean besides the original one I gave you about? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait, the listeners. The signing of the un, uh, the declaration of your unindependence. Yeah, <laughs> that would be kind of funny. That's a good one, and you guys will all sign it. Yeah. That's, well, that's you know, happening. it's just like because he, he no longer can make a decision without pulling someone else involved into it. So he's like, you know, yeah. not completely independent anymore. I like that. Here's what it is. As right. far as like, you know, things to do. I mean, Mike likes the outdoors. Uh, I think we should figure something out to pull that into it. You know, hike uh, somewhere cool, somewhere neat, somewhere fun, somewhere that has good bars locally. So, you know, I can be completely off base. You want to go like fucking skydiving, bungee jumping, you know, go out to Las Vegas and rent a minigun and blow up a, you know, fucking mini, you know, minivan or get a bunch of ordnance and go that way. I have no idea. I like um, that. For, I, like, whatever. <laughs> I, I would say bucket list, man. I like, like you know, how you have it went from, on your bucket list. Kevin, let's keep noodling on this and uh, we'll keep in touch. Uh, it was good talking to you, man. Well, likewise. It was uh, nice to get a chance to talk to you and meet you. Great See talking with me you, in. Love Likewise. You, Later, guys. See ya. Mike, I thought we were going to strike out 0 for 3. Finally, Kevin, Kevin Johnston picked up the phone. Seems like a nice guy. You run with a good crowd. So we met Kevin Johnston. I do. And we met Pete Volk. Pete Volk, yep. And we still have to meet Pata. Yep. And, okay, and that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, and then uh, Kevin Klipka. Oh, Kevin Klipka, your air quotes best man, doesn't pick up the phone. Sure. Okay. Yeah, he sent me a text. Sorry, man on the phone for working out an installation job this weekend. 
Hey, Mike, how's that Facebook comment going where we're trying to get people in town, you know, talking about, get some conversation, some lighthearted community spirit going. Let's just, you know, throw out an icebreaker. What's your middle name, if you don't yeah. mind me asking? L-O-L. We got uh, one answer last time we checked in. How, how are we doing now? Yeah, it's still not going great. You responded to the in the answer as I don't get it. At which point you got another person to answer. I'm guessing friends in Medfield. And that's as far as we've gotten. That's hilarious. Who wrote that? A guy named Jim. Freaking Jim's pissed me off now. Now I'm in a shitty mood. I'm going to eat some more (laughs) M&M's. And miraculously, I'm not mad at Jim anymore. Jim's probably a cool guy. I like you, Jim. We should go play golf. Oh, we have a special guest here today. She didn't have to come far. She came from uh, upstairs, actually. In the attic. Yeah. What were you doing up in the attic? That's where Playing we Playing put... with my brother on a screen. That's where we put her when she's bad. This no, is... I went. then I went downstairs so I could hear you when you call for me. Can I introduce you first before you start babbling? Fine. Thank you. This is my daughter, Rosemary, better known as Rosie amongst her circle of friends. <laughs> and she's here to talk about a new podcast that's coming out. On the internet. And what's it called, Rosie? The Fun Kids Podcast, and my dad still is working on it forever. That is a long title. Well, she threw in the dig. The show is called <laughs> The you Fun- You have a long title. Small Town Scuttlebutt. Yeah. Yeah, and you- That's a long title. And you have- Yeah, but yours is called Fun Kids Podcast, and my dad is taking forever, and he's still working on it? Yeah, it's only called The Fun Kids Podcast, though. Oh, that's a good name. Okay, so tell us about uh, the show. Who's your co-host? Avery Daly. And- and tell us about your friendship. Where did you meet? I think uh, we met in Castle Hill Academy, maybe. Okay. Amazing. I, I can't remember. So you, well, probably. You go way be, back. You knew each other before you could talk. And now you can talk, and now you're talking on the internet, on the podcast. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so tell us about the Fun Kids podcast. What do you guys talk about? Rex, get out of the trash. Rex, get out of here. <laughs> uh, we talk here, about. Okay, go ahead. We talk about. Uh, we mostly answer questions. Okay, can you talk without M&Ms in your mouth? Tell me, uh, what do you and Avery talk about on your podcast? Uh, we normally just answer questions. Okay, so for example, what are some questions or what are the are, questions about? Are people emailing these questions? They just come from wherever. So My these, dad gives them to me. So oh, I, Okay, well. That's good. You guys created some of your own questions about how to make friends. Oh, you did. Rosie, I'm trying to feed you here. Like, run with it. Take some credit. You wanted to talk about how to be nice and how to cool. make cool. Yeah, how to yeah. Tell Annoying us brothers. Good. Okay, so let's start from the top. <laughs> what are the topics that we can expect to hear on the first episode of the Fun Kids podcast? Annoying brothers. Annoying brothers. School, moms and dads. Mm-hmm. And being nice and making friends. And I can't remember the other ones. Okay, well, that's pretty good. So on this show, what do you do? You give advice, you talk, you tell, you share stories. What is something really funny about your dad that I might not know? Like, what does he do around the house when I'm not here that you'd be like, ah, that's hilarious? Uh, I wouldn't be laughing and my mom and Charlie wouldn't be happy, but he puts his contacts lenses everywhere around the house. His and contacts? I'm annoyed. Oh, yes. gross. Uh, yeah. And I once stepped on one, uh, which is even worse. Mm-hmm. I told my d- my mom. Yeah, so Leslie was getting upset with me doing this. I take my contacts, my one-a-days. And put yeah. it even in me until he sinks. Yeah, I flick him in the sink sometimes, too. I'll just I'll it's take him out. disgusting. That is disgusting. I agree, Rosie. Really? I, I take him <laughs> out, and I just flick him somewhere, like, you know. 
I mean, usually try to get in the trash, but now you don't want Rex to get them. Yeah, yeah and they're all covered in like eye saliva, and you're just flinging them. You know, it's kind of yes. neat. If you take out a contact, sometimes I'll go to bed, contacts in, I take them out, and I just lay them on my nightstand. In the morning, they are crystallized and like hard, and just you can just crush them, and they just turn to dust. Mm. So it's not a big deal. Can I embarrass you now? Can I tell no. people what you do? No. 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 Hey, um, Mike, <laughs> ask her about um, how she feels about the buddy bench. <laughs> it is really loose and chained up to a tree. The buddy oh. bench? Yes, at school. This is at Wheelock? Mm-hmm. In at Memorial School, they put it directly between where the kids always use as third base and home plate when they play baseball. So it's now an obstruction to the baseball game. It's also in the middle of the football field. So it's in a kind of a dangerous spot where they put it. But at least it's not chained to a tree. Chained yeah. to a fence? A fence Mine or a tree? Mine is chained to a tree. Do you think that... Where, are they afraid somebody's going to steal the bench? I have no or idea. Or that the bench is going to run away like a dog? I have no idea. Rosie, do you think that there should be a chain on the buddy bench? I don't think there should be because, like, before in second grade, it made it, like, really loose. And I could, like, like wobbly? wiggle on uh-huh. wiggle on it in, like, a little sit-down dance party. It's, <laughs> it seems very uninviting having a chain on the buddy bench. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. like it. It doesn't look very friendly. Charlie has a way better one. Well, Rosie, yeah. let's talk about this. So this is blue. What color is yours? Wait, hold on a second. Hold on. White and other colors that said buddy bench. That Rosie. is ripped up. Okay, so Rosie, let's get something straight here. You're a mover and a shaker. You don't like the um, chain on the buddy bench? I don't like it at all. Then uh, you know what I think you should do? What? You should like get a friend and then go get a big rock and just start smacking it and then try to break the chain. I don't want to get sent to the principal for the first ever time, actually. And then when the chain is broken, you yell to the bench, now you are free. Yeah. Not happening. <laughs> What? I don't want to get sent to the principal for the first ever time. Why? But you could tell I the principal. I don't want to get in trouble. But you it could tell character. the principal that you were liberating the bench. Yeah. I don't know what liberating means. It means free. Let it go. No. Do you Gossip. think that the bench is being prevented from visiting its own bodies because it's chained to that tree? Yeah. I have no idea. I never learned about benches. Rosie, do you think it's ironic that the buddy bench has no I don't buddies? I know what the ironic means. Irony is like oh. when something isn't wrinkly. You iron it. Irony is saying one thing and meaning the opposite of it. It's like rain. Rosie, um, <laughs> Fun Kids Podcast. Looking forward to it. Oh, I have a, one more question. Who's the best daddy in the world? Uh, You. <laughs> That's right. Okay. <laughs> now get out of here. I want you to go brush your teeth, and then I want you to... Clean your closet. It's already I'll, cleaned. I want you to clean out my car. Not happening. I want you to vacuum the shed. No. And then go to go to sleep. No. Get out of here. No. Okay. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye. Whatever. Toodles. Before we wrap up the show, where are we with that stupid Facebook post? Three comments total. One right. of which was yours. <laughs> Midfield, you disappoint. Well, I guess you know what? No, no comments. Are good comments. Yeah, do you think... Actually, I'm impressed with Medfield tonight. Maybe it's an indication that well, here's what the I'm... sun's coming out and the flowers are popping up and everybody in Medfield is getting happy. That was a nice little ditty. Thank you. Yeah, I like P. Diddy. Do you like P. Diddy? Um, or do you like him more prefer, with Puff Daddy? Yeah, I prefer Puff, Puff Daddy. That's exactly Mace, what I was remember? Say. Hey, let's wrap up the show, Mike. Okay, so today we learned uh, my friends don't answer my calls. Air quotes on friends. Yeah. We also learned that 
the Gadsden flag is um, actually the Don't Tread on Me flag. Rick claims that it's the same as my tattoo. Rick acknowledged that he made a mistake and right. wanted to correct that. Let's just because again, Rick is not a vexillologist, and we also spoke with my dear friend Kevin Johnston, who's going to be in the bridal party as one of my groomsmen. Yeah, that is a bridal. Yeah, I think. Why it's... do they call it a bridal party? There's nothing bridal about the dude in a tux next to you. Well, yeah, but the bride. It's the, the bridal party. Because... No, no, the bridal party is her and her friends. This is the groomal party. The groomal. We're, that's what we're calling it now. All right. Your groomal party, Mike. Or if it was the dudes, it would be the doodle party. Oh, the doodle party, Mike. And you guys can call yourselves uh, the doodle. doodle Club. Okay. The Mike Page Doodle Club. Okay. What a nice tie-in. That is not bad. Can we wrap it up, though, for real? Yeah, that's really ab- about all we talked about tonight. We we made a bunch of phone calls, which is uh, off-brand for us, but um, Kathy's not here. We decided to take things in a different direction and uh, just kind of wing it tonight. We also had Rosemary Fink in studio. You can call her Rosie, Mike. You yeah. guys are on good terms. Um, you guys are friendly. I was not offered any lemonade, but I do realize it is out of season. Uh, we learned about her new podcast, the Fun Kids Show, Fun Kids no. Podcast. I'm so, Oh, there it is right there. Yeah. It says it on the board where you learn about annoying brothers, moms and dads, how to make friends and how to get along. That's our show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, please spread the word. Uh, maybe even post on social media telling your friends to come check us out. Mike, you know what I want? I would love if someone could just go to the Apple podcast and just leave a review that would be nice. Or subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe or just tell a friend. That's all. If, if yeah. everyone just told one friend, if all of our listeners told one friend yeah, we would we doubled it, we would have 44 listeners. Wow. And <laughs> these are the jokes, people. Yeah. When you're spreading the word, whatever you do, don't call my friends. They're not going to answer. Well, 67% of them won't answer. Yeah, that's true. All right. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Mike Page. That's Rick Fink Jr., whose name is a palindrome, nerd alert. No, the initials are JFJF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. See ya.